Let's get it. Welcome to Chalk Talk. I'm your host, Jack Hampton. This is my co-host, Cooper Neal. What's up, what's up, Coop? How you doing, my guy? As always, surviving and thriving. How are you? I'm good, man. I love to hear that. We have so very much to get into today, including what Damian Lillard said about Tyrese Halliburton's Dame Time celebration. We're also going to touch on our weekly NBA power rankings, but first... The in-season tournament championship is set between the young, hungry Pacers and the veteran Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James, Tyrese Halliburton, half a million dollars on the line tomorrow night. But how did these two teams get there, Coop? On their way, LeBron reminded young bull Zion that you know diet does matter. <laughs> diet does matter. And Tyrese reminded uh, Damian Lillard that he's not the only one with the clutch watch. Halliburton, I think you and I can agree, we're talking on off-air, he is the... In-season tournament MVP thus far, yeah. and it's not even close. 27 points last night, 15 assists, zero turnovers. Yeah. 15 assists to zero turnovers last night against the Bucks in that IST semifinal. With the way Halley's playing right now, I want you to play Would You Rather, All right. where I give you a player, Cooper, and you tell me if you're taking Tyrese or the player. So would you rather have Tyrese Halliburton or last night Damian Lillard? Tyrese Halliburton, not All even right. close. All right. Would you rather Tyrese Halliburton or Anthony Edwards. Okay, that one's that's that's probably the hardest one I think I'll get because I'm torn both ways. I'll go Tyrese strictly because of what he does, like 15 t- assists to zero turnovers, and he's not just done that once this year. Mm-hmm. That's hard to do, and he can still score you buckets whenever he needs to yep. from wherever on the court. So like. Well, I do love Ann. I'm still going to lean Tyrese. I'm going Tyrese for both as well. Damian Lillard was a closer one for me, but right now give me Reese over both of those guys. This is the one I differ. Tyrese or Shea Gilders Alexander. I'm taking Shea. Mm. I don't know. Like it's still just one of those things that we haven't seen like a true point guard since Chris Paul. And he is that. Like, I mean, but he's just dropping thirty with it. And he's still averaging 12 assists a game. <sighs> Simply off of wins in this league, Shea's done a lot more of it, and he's been in this league longer. I'll lean Shea. But Tyrese is one of the best point guards we have right now. Tyrese or Devin Booker? Damn. Uh, now, the reason we're playing this game is people get such present so, they so, get so stuck on the... It's so stuck in the present. So I want to know... People are putting all this praise on Tyrese Halliburton, and it is so well-deserved. He is at the top of his game right now. Yeah. I want to see how far that goes. So are you taking Devin Booker or Tyrese Halliburton? I'm still taking Devin Booker. you got to take Devin Booker. Like As much as I love Tyrese and I love the fact that points responsible for, sure, he's in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker gets you 50 by himself. Yep. And then he also makes other players look awesome. You would have asked me a year ago, Tyrese is in the same sentence as any of these guys. I would have, I would have you left, crazy. Yeah. That's amazing. You thought these last four were hard? Tyrese Halliburton or John Morant? Tyrese. Taking John Morant. He plays for his team. He doesn't force his team to sit there and watch bullshit for 25 games. We'll see We'll see on December 21st. Oh, December 21st, I'll change my whole script because I'll be watching John ja dunk on at least 25 people. You'll be watching John ja dunk on Tyrese Halliburton, actually. No, Tyrese will get out of the way. And it's, it's, it's not even close. Who has had 47 multiple times in playoff games? Who has played in a playoff game? Can we start there? Oh, I know. Like, this is the third time I, Tyrese is on national TV. This is we'll, – we'll go ahead and put it to the side. I'm, like, one of the it's biggest Tyrese close. Halliburton fans there is. So, like, I'm joking in the sense that I'll take him over uh-huh. a job. Like, I'm taking this dude on my team any day of the week. But, mm-hmm. like, in the sense of he at least has a good head on his shoulder, which is more than we can 100%. say for Ja. So, but I'm saying, I'm saying on the court, 
Ja converts to winning more than Tyrese does. Not this year. Not this year, but throughout his career he has. Sure. Yeah. Tyrese has never played in a playoff game. Tyrese, if he didn't get hurt last year, they were going to be in the playoffs. Would they have won a series? I don't know if they would have won a series, but we're also talking about – we talked about the Hawks a lot, and they went to the conference finals, and we were both like, they're not winning a series. This is the most fair argument out of all of them. Ja or Tyrese, I think a lot of people are taking Tyrese right now, but I'm standing to on be fair, 12. They haven't seen Ja since we got bombed out of the playoffs. And people seem to forget that since Ja came in the league – his team has not missed a postseason. True. I don't want to hear about how bad Tyrese's t- Sacramento Kings were. This Memphis Grizzlies team was in a full rebuild. Ja enters the chat, play-in tournament, first-round exit, and then a first-round win and a second-round exit. Multiple 40-plus play. I was looking at Desmond Bain, <clears throat> and we'll get to his 49-point effort historic mark yes, earlier we this week. I was looking at who else in the franchise has – done what Desmond Bain has done. 52-point mark, Jaws hit. 51-point mark, Jaws hit. 50-point mark, Jaws hit. 49, Jaws hit multiple times. 48, Jaws hit. I have yet to see Tyrese do this at the highest level. He has an opportunity to Saturday night. Who do you think wins Saturday? As much as I think it's cool that the Lakers have gotten here, uh-huh. that Indiana team is on a mission. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's one of those things that you look at this Indiana team, half of these guys – are making league minimums. Yep. Like none of the five hundred thousand dollars means a heck of a lot more to these young cats yep. than it does. I think it means a lot to LeBron and them because they're like, look, we're the highest paid players of this team, but everybody else isn't. Yeah. But in the sense of like, who's the hottest? I gotta lean Indiana. Like just off of the last two games we've seen, mm-hmm. you have. You, how are you gonna tell me Indiana? It's not Indiana when they went through Boston and Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and did it kind of. I mean, they made an easy effort out of it. 100%. I, I see where you're coming from. I think from an NBA standpoint, this is the best matchup you could possibly ask for. You have an iconic international brand that yeah. will get people to tune in to ABC on Saturday night in the LA Lakers. And then you have what the in-season tournament has come is like really crowning a star. Tyrese Halliburton has used this to become yeah. a star, and now he's kind of allocating this into February where he, his city, Indianapolis, gets to host an all-star event, yeah. and he will be there to host it. Facts. This has been beautiful. I, I don't know. It's really a pick em. If I had to pick, I, I think the Lakers will win it. 44-point win over Zion Williamson. Let's talk about that for a minute. Let's yeah. talk about that. Also, uh, when you told me they beat him by 44, I did not know that. They're only, like, one game over 500. Did you know that? Yeah. How were they in the in-season tournament? That, well, I mean, I think the Pacers are, like, what, 12-9? Pacers are yeah twelve and eight, yeah. but uh, New Orleans is twelve and eleven. Mm-hmm. Lakers have not lost in this thing. I think they're seven and zero now. Yeah, they haven't lost, and I don't, I'm pretty sure that's why Indiana's in here because I don't think they really lost in the end season tournament mm-hmm. stuff. But absolutely yeah. on the opposite end of the spectrum, we're playing Would You Rather with um, Tyrese. I think we're going to do the same with Zion Williamson now. TNT and ESPN did their first ever joint broadcast of this last night. It was honestly the best thing that ever happened to NBA basketball. I hope they do this for the playoffs. Stephen A. Smith on the same set as Shaq, Charles, and you have Michael Wilbon there with Ernie in the middle. It was absolutely incredible. Chuck Chuck screaming across the thing saying, this ain't first take. This is going to be the first time you get your ass whooped on (laughs) this leg. I was cackling. Making Stephen A. Smith play who he played for and him going one for five was just absolutely amazing last night. And Michael Wilbon – had a really profound statement like going in their pregame show. He said, this is the biggest game of Zion's career. You know, he's had, he's been the number one overall pick. He struggled with injuries. This is his chance to show on a national stage that, Hey, I'm here and I'm worth all the hype. 
He loses by 44. He puts up 33 points and two, or not 33 points, 13 points and two rebounds. And it's basically a non-factor the entire uh, game. And now you look at him, he's panting after five minute reps. It comes out today that he's not taking his diet at all seriously. So Zion, or so Cooper, would you take Zion or Lowry Markin? Easy. Lowry Marketing. I, I stood on my ground for mm-hmm. an entire NBA season saying that the Jazz had the best offseason because of Lowry Marketing. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking Lowry Marketing. I'm taking Lowry as well. Zion or Scotty Barnes? I'd probably just take Scotty because he's younger and he does a lot more than I think Zion does. Taking Scotty Barnes. Are you taking Mikael Bridges or Zion Williamson? That's not even a question. Mikael Bridges. I'm taking Mikael Bridges. Are you taking Desmond Bain or Zion Williamson? That's also not even a question. I'm taking the guy that can drive 49 like it's nothing. I'm taking Desmond Bain as well. Are you taking Evan Mobley or Zion Williamson? Evan Mobley. I'm taking Evan Mobley as well. These are all secondary to th- you know third stars on their team. And... <clears throat> Charles Barkley said last night, Zion is a third best player on his team, and he shouldn't be. CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram are both better players than Zion. And the fact that he gets asked, I want to know, this is what I want to know. What the hell were these players doing in Las Vegas the night before this game? Because what this game was is one veteran-laden team taking advantage of the opportunity and knowing the magnitude of this moment to win half a million dollars for the end of the bench players. LeBron and Anthony Davis cared about that money and they care about their teammates and another team getting a free trip to Vegas and partying all night. That's what this was. You go back and look at that viral clip of Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. Hey, what are you going to do if you win? And they both look at each other and start smiling. You know they were in the strip club. You know they're in the club doing something they weren't supposed to be doing. Watching a Jack Harlow concert at 4 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who that. I don't know who did that. Back I don't in know who would ever do that. I don't know either. But yeah, <laughs> Kevin Hart did. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, the Pelicans. This is Zion's last year in New Orleans, and he is not what we thought he was. Yeah. We thought he was a next LeBron, if not better than that. He's not even close to LeBron James. He had a guy at double his age driving past him, and in better cardio condition than a 24-year-old, and LeBron's about to turn 40. How yeah. ridiculous is that? It's honestly sad because, like, it literally, we're not asking for much. No. If he would just – we're not asking for the 280 that you were at Duke. Not which at I, all. I'm, I'm throwing numbers out off uh-huh. the top of my head. But, I mean, you cannot be 350 pounds. Nope. Like, we're not asking for 280. Get down to, like, 300. No. You can be a lean 300 at your height. You're 6'8". 100%. But you, you're the reason he was drafted number one overall was because of his mix of size, speed, and athleticism. Yep. You lose the speed and athleticism when you gain as much weight as you have. Yep. I don't know if a change of, change of scenery is really going to benefit him because I just don't think he has the mentality and or the effort in his day-to-day life. But I think uh, getting out of New Orleans is probably a great thing for both the franchise and him. Just in the sense of, like, maybe take him somewhere where there ain't nothing to eat. Yep. And – Maybe see if that'll do it. But if not, he's going to have a shorter career than I think he wants. And it makes me kind of, like, question, I mean, was Mariah Bills right? Are there, like, Coke cans and honey buns and shit? Like, Probably. Like, through his bathroom? I think there are. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> Look at that dude. <laughs> they beignets, though. They ain't no honey buns. They beignets. <laughs> on, on the mismatch, Kevin O'Connor asked Chris Vernon. He was like, because they were talking about that, that viral video of Brandon Ingram and Zion. They're like, yeah. He was like, Chris, how do you think Zion would celebrate if they won Saturday night? A buffet. And Chris goes, let me just say, he'd be eating a lot more than we'd be eating. 
They like that Andy Reid. I'm going to get seven cheeseburgers. It, it's a tough scene for sure. Yeah, that's pitiful. All right, I'm going to uh, I'm going to try to make a community post. I want before we get into the next segment, it's a brand new segment. I'm excited to talk about. I want you to talk about what you're most looking forward to see from uh, on December 21st because yesterday marked 12 days till 12. I know. And since Tyrese Halliburton is such in the middle of the news process right now, it's a, that's an amazing matchup. John Morant first game back at oh, Tyrese Halliburton. What are you looking forward to see? Well, I mean, let's be honest. When you and I, or like when you bought those tickets for us to go to, we were probably sitting there like, yeah, the Pacers are, they're all right. They're beating up on some bad teams, but mm. like, and they're fun to watch, but they're not going to come in and beat us if we have Ja. Like, and now it's looking like an actual game game. And you also have the Grizzlies side. Mm-hmm. We're playing great basketball recently, which is yep. way more than we could have said uh, a month ago, let alone a week ago. Right. So, like, more or less, I'm looking for a competitive game. Like, that's going to be such a fun game. I think the atmosphere is going to be probably elite level playoff give, atmosphere. Give me a prediction. Uh, mm, we get Marcus Smart back. Okay. We get Luke Kennard back. Um, Brandon Clark been at every game, and he ain't limping or nothing. He jumping up and down doing his thing. Yep. So I'm, I'm not saying we get Brandon Clark back, but it'd be nice to have the thought of Brandon Clark back. It would back. be very nice. Uh, you get Sir Twelski back. Oh, yeah. And all I got to say is, you know, last time these two teams played, and no, not the time that there was a legend laser pointed at people, but the other time. Oh, I remember a nutsack print on Jalen Smith's forehead. Really? And uh, – yeah, I, I, that's all I can see. Like, I just see Grizzlies Pacers, and all I see is just a cock. <laughs> cocked basketball. Oh, a cocked basketball. Sorry, I, see where I, you're I paused, going. paused a little too long I on see that where one. You're going. My bad, my bad. A cocked basketball, <laughs> and then yamming on a six six ten power forward. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm pretty sure we won that game at like 30. I don't even remember. Yeah, I think it was, too. I think it was, too. I'm hoping it's the same. I'm not saying we who knows 30, it's, but. it's a little bit of letdown after all this, you know, national TV hype with the Pacers in Vegas and such. It and then imagine be. they come to the Memphis and they're like, eh, we can sleepwalk through this one and then they get bombed out. Right. <laughs> I won't say we went by 30, but I do think the Grizz. Home home opener with John Morant, they're they're not losing that game. Yeah. So you got to give me the Grizzlies. I think so, too. And we got that. Thank you for killing time. You. Going you. into Cox and you all that. I think that was just absolutely <laughs> I was I was literally – what. I knew you weren't paying attention to what I was doing, so I was like, cock, and I just held it uh, like a cock basketball, but, you know, we have some fun here. We always have fun. That's what makes this fun. Got to. We got to have some fun. Let's get into a brand new segment called NBA Real or Fake. We're going to bring this back every single Friday, and this is a segment where, you know, on Mondays we play big deal or no deal. This is not that, and basically in that one we give you a stat and we tell you, decipher if it's a big deal or no deal. These... I'm reading statements to Cooper, and some of them are true and some of them are false. And Cooper, you know, they both sound relatively wild or whatever. Crazy. Cooper has to decipher, are they real or are they fake? And, you know, if he gets it wrong, I tell him. If he gets it right, I tell him. But we go into the story after that. All right, so, Cooper, tell me if this is real or if this is fake. All right, all right. Damian Lillard warned Tyrese to be humble after his Dame time selling. This is real. This is real. You are right. This is real. Damien said, as many times that I've done it, when you dish it out, you got to be willing to take it. Then he warned uh, Halliburton by adding, when you're having your moment, it's important to be careful and be humble. You never know when the tables turn. On that note, we don't have to wait long for those tables. Their next matchup, Pacers and uh, Bucks. Bucks, is next Wednesday, five days away. Oh, that's real. So is, it, to- is it 
It's not nationally televised. I hope it is. I it hope better it is. be now. Yeah. It, it better, better be. be now. You slide that in. That would be nice, and it could be an upcoming playoff series. Too. Oh no! I'd love to see Pacers. That would be a fun. Pacers series. have played Milwaukee twice. They beat them twice. Yeah, dude, the Pacers' offense is dynamite. Yep. I don't know, and it's literally, it's crazy because you look at that roster and you're like, dude, these are a bunch of guys that have already been on like three teams now. Mm-hmm. Like they're not. Nobody really thought much of them, and you put them together, and they're collectively awesome. Yeah. Like, I mean, Buddy Hill's been on two teams now. Mm-hmm. Tyree's been on two teams. Jalen Smith has been on two teams. Uh, Aaron Neesmith. And then Miles Turner's their starting lineup. Like, I oh, mean, yeah. it's crazy. And I, I made a video about what Dame said. I don't think anything was out of pocket no, there. No, that's Nothing fine. was out of pocket there. He was just warning them, hey, like, I'm probably going to get one on you, and I'm, I'm going to yeah. hit it too. And to be fair, like, it's also one of those moments that, like, Tyrese is having the run of all runs right now. Like, I mean – he, I'm pretty sure last week it's him and Jokic that have had points to assist with zero turnovers, and then he does it again. Like, you're on a roll. You're in fuego right now. Like, do your thing. But it's going to be that day where you go 0 for 11 from the field and your team loses. Yep. Like, it's going to be one of those days. And honestly, that's great words of wisdom because, honestly, I feel like every young player can use those words of wisdom. And, like, he's not being mean by saying no, that. Like, Dame not. never – I feel like Dame's never really mean. Mm-hmm. Like, Dame's always just Dame. Yep. And he, so, I don't feel like this line. was bad. Yeah. I'm interested for Tyrese. Saturday against the Lakers, they're going to put a bigger body in oh, Jared yeah. Vanderbilt on him. How does he react to Vando yeah. trying to swallow him up? Ja, he did have that 27-point third quarter that people seem to forget about in last year's series. Tyrese can score. He cannot put up a clunker. He has to live up to yeah. the hype. I want I want this tight nip tuck game yeah. Saturday night. It'd be really depressing if the Pacers get run out. But yeah. <laughs> who knows? I mean, the Lakers could get run out too. We True. I think them having Jared Vanderbilt back has made a huge, huge difference. Yeah. I mean, we were saying earlier in the season, like, hold on to the Lakers. Like, they ain't got none of their guys. Like three of the guys we said three of the guys because Gabe Vincent, Jared Vanderbilt, and uh yep. I don't I'm blanking on the other one, but we were all like they're going to be fun. None yep. of those guys are playing right now. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get into the next one. Second of five. Tell me if this is real or fake. Charles Barkley said to former Warriors GM Bob Myers, I want to give you credit for jumping off the Titanic before it sunk. That totally sounds like something that John would say. <laughs> it is real. Totally real. Charles Barkley did say this last night to Bob Myers, <laughs> and I will play it for you now. Hopefully, uh, Hopefully I can get it to play. No way. I mean, yeah. I heard I heard the Stephen A. Smith thing, so I thought you were about to go with that. I was like, oh, I already spoiled it. I want to give you credit for jumping off the Titanic before it sunk. Oh, oh, no comment. I'm staying away. I'm no, 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 no. I have friends over shot there. Fired. I have friends over there. Yeah, you're going to see them soon. <laughs> Bob Myers turned around and goes, I have friends over there. Yep, you're going to see them soon. Oh, my god! And, of course, Bob Myers now does stuff for the ESPN, which is why, again, I love the TNT ESPN crossover. It's amazing. Yeah. And Barkley was sh- barking at him, and Bob Myers immediately started laughing. He couldn't talk, and then he immediately said that. But yeah, Barkley Chuck, did say that. Chuck is, like, the greatest gift we've ever received on broadcast media. Yes. That's all I got to say. It's, like, he's so good. I, I Anything he is on, I want to watch. Exactly. And you know watching Inside the NBA, this is their first time watching the team. They're actually yes. covering. Oh, I know. Yeah, because every time they watch the Grizzlies, they like get to halftime and they're like, "Wow, the Grizzlies are actually pretty good." Yeah, it's <laughs> been like this. It's been like this. Like it's crazy. All right, let's get into the next one. Cooper, is this real or fake? Shaq said Zion Williamson will never be a Hall of Famer. 
That also sounds like something Shaq would say. It is fake. He didn't say those exact words, but he did say this about Zion. He said, Zion does not run hard. He doesn't demand the ball. He doesn't have that look that the greats have. And is he all, wrong? All no. factual. All That's factual. all facts. Tell me if this is real or fake. LeBron just had the most efficient 30-point game of his career. That can't be real. It is, is real. real. He had a 96.6% true shooting he percentage. Shot? Yes, against oh my New Orleans. Gosh. He only played 23 minutes. That's yeah, he had 30, though. Yeah, he had 30. He didn't need it. It's crazy. That was real. All right, final one. Shaq accidentally called Tyrese Halliburton Trey and then blamed the weed as the answer. No, that can't be real. That's that is real. Shaq, don't believe me? Let's bring it. Let's bring up the oh. audio from that again. The man. Did <laughs> this not. is. By the way, let me make this clear. Tyrese Halliburton's dad was on set, and he still called him the wrong name. Oh. I told Kenny, I said Kenny Trey is the real deal. Question: You remind me of. So is Tyrese. I mean Tyrese. Excuse me. You remind me of Ernie. It ain't me. It's that damn cannabis behind me. It's that cannabis behind me got me. Anyway. One more time. Trey is the real deal. <laughs> he said Trey, Trey is, is the, the real, real deal. deal. And then Ernie goes, so is Tyrese. Ernie has the greatest, like when they mess up, Ernie is always oh, on there so fast. There was a video of Shaq. Uh, he was he was like videoing with his phone. He was courtside last night at the IST game. And he was like videoing Ernie walking by. And Ernie came around and gave him like a bear hug and said, remember, we have a post-game show after this. <laughs> like a dad reminded his son to like go to practice or something. Shaq was like, yeah, I know, I know. I love Ernie. Like. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. That show does not work without Ernie. No. I love Ernie. It's not even close. All right, we're going to start playing Real or Fake every week. Did you like that, Cody? Yeah, I do like All that. All right, we're going to do that. It shows everybody that I'm not staying up until 10 o'clock to watch the post game. Of- Dude, nobody's noticing this shit. I noticed. I got all these from, like, NBA Reddit and Twitter. So. I love it. I love it. Um, Final NBA topic, unless you have anything else. We can go to the power rankings. We can go to the power rankings, or we can talk about Michael Jordan, Desmond Bain. Or Desmond Michael Jordan Bain. Sorry, I messed up his name. Ooh, I mean, the <coughs> power rankings kind of fit like that. I mean, it's crazy because you don't have a certain team in there. Like, what are you doing? Uh, you talk about, <coughs> you're talking about our 1-3, the last four Memphis Grizzlies. They're not in there. Yeah, I'm talking about that team that uh, had – Sir Michael Jordan lace him up the other day <laughs> and started pulling up in the mid-range like he was doing it to the old Detroit basketball teams. I don't know but, if you're at the crib or not, but I was making so much goddamn noise up oh, there. Oh, dude, I didn't get off till like 8. I missed the whole first half of that game. Oh, my God, dude. I was I was intense. Oh, I bet. Dude, we haven't gotten to watch much wins this year. I, like, we're going to take them. Yeah, and I, I remember – the Grizzlies were down by eight to the Detroit Pistons, who have lost 17 in a row, and I was like, we're about to snap the Pistons shit. Yeah. Desmond Bain just takes over. The degree of difficulty, I think it was one of the hardest 49-point performances I've ever seen. Step back over Isaiah Stewart. And, and by the way, Jaden Ivey not touching the court until the second quarter and being the 11th man off the bench. Kenny Beecham had an incredible tweet about Jaden Ivey. I don't remember if I liked it or not, but I'm going to try to find it. Because, I mean, it, it's it's been absolutely ridiculous what they have done. I just don't understand. Like, if you're going to take a dude that early in the draft and then not use him, like, you should be fired for that. Like, I, yeah. I, I know I know what's-his-name just got paid a butt-ton of money. Mm-hmm. But, like, you 
You're putting Killian Hayes over. Yeah. That makes no sense. Here it is. Jaden Ivey played zero minutes in the first quarter. He was the 11th man to touch the floor for Detroit. I can't act like I've watched all the Pistons games this season, but this feels inexcusable. Yes. It's ridiculous. I mean, it is. Isaiah Livers over Jaden Ivey is crazy. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, Marcus Sasser, while he is a great basketball player and he's a Uh hooper, you you can't justify. Nope. You can't justify. And then you also have to justify the fact that Killian Hayes is playing minutes over him. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I understand Killian Hayes has been playing good basketball for the first time in his career. Yep. Killian Hayes has been awful every time he steps on the court until this season. And it, it's like it's 1992 where you're playing Isaiah Stewart next to Jalen Jalen Durant. Durant. Who's out playing, for two weeks. Yeah, I'm so sorry, Jalen Durant. Two bigs next to each other. It makes oh, no yeah. sense. They won't be doing it now because I absolutely castrated Jalen Durant after the first week of the season. And they're still trying to dust off James Wiseman, too. Yeah, that, they should give up on that. Is Bagley playing still? No, he's not. Bagley didn't touch the floor. Against yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, I, I didn't know if he was hurt or not, but... Yeah. Well, and the Pistons get the Jazz here soon, so maybe that, they can break their streak. I bet I bet that Little Caesars Arena was 75% empty. I could not believe it. Yeah. No, I was so uh, – cuz I was paying attention like through my ESPN updates cuz I wasn't getting to watch it, but I was like, are we really losing to the Pacers? I was like, this is a joke. And then I thought about texting you, but I was like, you know what? We've had a lot of tough outs this year, but losing to the Pacers is going to be the worst one. I'm just going to leave it alone. Mm-hmm. And then you and Ben one of our good buddies start blowing up the group chat, and I'm start reading the group chat. And I like, couldn't believe oh what I was my seeing. Gosh. I couldn't <laughs> believe because he hit 40 with like two minutes left. I'm like, ah, oh, I wasn't even thinking about 50. And then like, boom, uh, 49. Yeah, 49. Like, he was so close to 52. Oh, yeah. but 49, seven, seven or something like that. Like, yep. dude, he's built different. He's a star. He, he gonna be in Indiana. He, he gonna a, be in Indiana. He is a star for sure. All right, let's let me explain myself with these NBA power rankings. At number 5, I have the LA Lakers at 14 and 9. I got the Denver Nuggets standing pat at number 4 at 14 and 8. Milwaukee Bucks, they moved up a spot at 15 and 7. They're number 3. At number 2 is the Minnesota Timberwolves. They have the best record in the league, 16 and 4. And number 1 is the Boston Celtics at 15 and 5. My first two teams, that was Oklahoma City Thunder at 13-7, and seven, and the Orlando Magic at 14-7. and seven. The reason I gave the Lakers the nod over the Thunder is how they're playing right now, the addition of Jared Vanderbilt. I think if those two teams were to play on a neutral court, I think the Lakers would be favored, and that's why I gave them the nod. I think the T-Wolves not being at one is kind of a little disrespectful, especially mm-hmm. since they're on a five-game win streak and they do hold the best record. That's the only gotcha. call I'll make. Uh, and also, the last time we saw the Celtics and Bucks, they lost. Mm-hmm. So, like – in that sense, I am being recency biased. But, like, the T-Wolves have been one of the most dominant teams in basketball this year. So, I think I would put them at one. But I do understand where you're coming from with the Celtics at one because that makes more sense. And, like, will the T-Wolves sustain yep. long enough to hold on number one? So, I understand why they're not there and I'm fine with it. But I'd probably put them at one. Got you. Um, I understand that. I, I like the longe- longevity of the Celtics having the star power when it comes to postseason fair. basketball. My question about the T-Wolves is Anthony Edwards ready to be that playoff takeover oh, no. guy? We, I he think won he last is. year. Everybody else thinks he is, but we got to see if he's yeah. ready to do that, especially through to Gobert. And we know the disappearing act he has done in the past postseason performances. Facts. And, I mean, let's just be honest. Uh, last year's playoffs would have went a lot differently if Anthony Edwards wasn't MIA in that game against yeah, the Lakers because we probably wouldn't have gotten freaking gentlemen swept by the Lakers. Yeah. But – I don't have much qualms with that. And I honestly, I understand why the T-Wolves are there because it's the same argument that we make for the Orlando Magic right now. Like, yes, they have one of the better records in the NBA, but mm-hmm. the team's like 24 years old, average age. Like, can they actually handle handle oh, yeah. that when it comes to February? Mm-hmm. So, I, I honestly, I'm fine with it. 
I'd probably just bump the T Wolves up so that it makes me feel better when the Grizzlies beat them tonight. <laughs> Shock the world! That would be if we that, do. Would, that would be something for if sure. We, if that team somehow manages to beat them, I'll lose it. I'll lose it. Yeah, and um, tonight marks four games since John comes back. I mean, it's just that the Grizzlies are hitting their stride at the right time, and Desmond Facts. Bain. Taylor Jenkins, absolute masterclass from him, upping his usage rate to 30%. Jaron struggles rebounding. If you watch Team USA FIBA basketball, you knew that. Yeah. Now you put Not two rebounding guards in Conchar and Jalen Noel next to him. Taylor got hammered for losing his top six of his eight players. Yeah. And now, like, I, I, yeah. I, the people that wanted Taylor Jenkins fired, I've, they need to get absolutely tested no. for drugs makes it, no sense. oh i agree wholeheartedly because like you and i the only qualms we had with taylor was we were like um zaire really yeah and now and now if you notice <laughs> zaire is not getting pt and it i it was pretty clear to me the first 10 games what they were doing do we have anything in these young guys yeah. this you, is their this here's is, your chance this is their opportunity they're going to seize it zaire no we sit him down Jake Laravia, no, we sit him down. Kenny Lofton, we nope. gave him a little bit run. No, we sit him down. Jacob Gilliard, okay, he can be a third point guard. And sure. Whenever we're hurt, he can play spot minutes. He got an opportunity. All they do, because if you remember, even our 51 season last year, Jake Laravia the first month got minutes. Oh, no. And it was just because, do we have anything in this guy? Are you ready? And Are you ready? Obviously not. And the only one that took the bull by the horns was Dave Arati. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, Jalen Noel – Got himself a job. 100%. Uh, and Vince Williams did, too, for that matter. Who's Shout your, out to the Alabama. Who's your coach of the year thus far? Is it um, – I'm trying to think of the Timberwolves Mark coach. Mark Dagnall. No, no, no. Mark Dagnall's the OKC uh, – Yeah, he's a Thunder. Finch. Timber, yeah, Chris Finch. Chris Finch. Minnesota Timberwolves, number one record in the league. Is it Joe Missoula? Is it Mark Dagnall for the Thunder, 13-7? and seven? Mm. I, I'll tell you who it's not. It's not Adrian Griffin. No, There was not. reports from uh, Chris Haynes – who, just let me give you a little piece of inside information, best friends with Damian Lillard. He's the one mm. who broke that Damian Lillard story, how that all went down this summer. I think Damian Lillard went to Chris Haynes after last night and said that uh, Bobby Portis got in Adrian Griffin's yeah, face and was challenging him to be better offensively in late-game situations. Now you have this Adrian Griffin, that locker room debacle, combined with the Terry Stotch situation, he has been horrible in in my opinion, he should be fired. This team is way too good to have an elementary type coach. We literally said the grass is always not always greener. You had one of the most winning coaches. Mike Budenhoser was I understand guy. you had two first-round exits. It happens. It's life. Sometimes you catch a bad, yeah. a bad rap. I mean, it is what it is. You didn't have Chris Middleton. Like, I just don't – I didn't understand the justification of the Budenhoser thing, and then you're watching it right now. And the only way this dude salvages his job is if they get through the first yep. round. Like, I honestly wholeheartedly believe that this is going to be that thing where they wait all year, and if he does the same thing as Boonehoser, yep. And they they yeah. completely changed their defensive strategy. Mike Boonehoser were playing drop with Brooke Lopez. Damn near one Brooke Lopez defensive player. I know. Of the year. And now they're blitzing the pick and roll, and their defense is just atrocious. It's atrocious. I'd... I'd lean Chris Finch more or less. Me too. It's, it'd be Chris Finch or it'd be Joe Mazzola. Those would be the two teams that are top on your power rank and mine. It'd probably be one of their coaches. I'd lean Chris Finch just simply because, like, this team defensively and this team offensively have been dynamite this entire season. Mm-hmm. I want to look at MB- MVP odds, and I want you to guess. Um, who's up there? Yeah, who's up there. I've not looked at these. I haven't either. Top threes. 
Unsurprising. Uh, I'm going to assume with the way that Sir Luka Doncic is playing, he's in the top three. Yep, he's second. He's second? He's okay, second. is Jokic first? Jokic is first. Former MVP Joe. Joel Embiid, you Joel. guessed it. Jokic, Luka, Embiid is one, two, three. Tyrese Halliburton with his recent is heroics. He's not at four, but he's at seven. Oh, jeez. He's at seven, which is amazing. That's it's even crazy. Jokic, Doncic, Embiid, Giannis, Tatum, Shea, Tyrese. Dude, I watched the highlights from... Anthony Edwards in the top ten. I watched the highlights from uh, Luka uh-huh. getting that triple-double in the first half. Mm-hmm. Oh, my word. Yes. He was cooking. Yep. Like, when I've... I've never seen someone in the third quarter get teed up because he said, I'm busting his ass, and that's why he's mad yeah. to Chris Dunn. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to that Legends guy for literally getting every audio. Oh, I know. That's, <laughs> you, you, you get to keep your job today yeah, because 100%. you get that audio. I mean, to be fair, is Luca wrong? No. Uh-huh. He had an almost 30-point triple-double in one half. Yep. Uh, he's unbelievable. He when he's crazy. clicking, mm-hmm. he is the scariest basketball player to watch because yep. he will do it from anywhere. Yep. Oh, now, I watched that. I watched that highlights. I was like, he had forty point triple double, and he sat half the second half. That's insane. I was like, geez, Louise. I mean, busted Chris Dunn's ass. Absolutely insane. Boston Celtics have taken over uh, as the odds-on favorite to win the NBA title over the Denver Nuggets. Is Denver still dealing with uh, injuries? Aren't they? Yeah, yeah, but still, you wouldn't think that'd affect the odds. True. True. Plus three fifty, Denver's plus four hundred. You got anything else NBA wise before we get into guess that game? Because today's Friday. I do not, but you know, we could go. You and I talked about it. We go all night. We we could go all day with these NFL ones. Isn't Uh, that the Monday Night Football theme song? All night long. It might be. Yeah, I have no. I'll be so honest with you. I haven't listened to like a theme song in forever. I just hear it when I was on the pregame show in the background, but. Shout out to us for like both being seriously sick and we're still fighting through. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm proud of you because I know how I felt the past month, and to see you sitting there brings my heart joy. Bro, you're still going through it. Oh, I know. I just finally got some antibiotics today because my mom tried all that. <laughs> the cayenne pepper didn't work. I meant to ask about that. Like it what made did me you feel. Call a it? Bit. What did you call it? Witchcraft. <laughs> it was crazy. All right, bro. so so explain what like health kick. Hold so, on, hold on. Let me go. Let me go full screen. Explain what type of health kick your mom has been. So she's on this wildly holistic, like natural remedies, stuff like that. So how like, did she get on it? I believe TikTok, okay. if I'm being completely honest. Uh she <laughs> might have just been researching herself. I have no clue. My aunt my Sounds aunt, like a TikTok wormhole. It sounds like a TikTok wormhole. Like but TikTok. to be fair, her sister in law, my aunt on my dad's side, is like very this type of way. Like suit and she's been like this for a while now. So right. I'm wondering if it also just rubbed off. But Needless to say, the things my mother had me doing was not what I'd like to call holistic. Uh, she put onions on my feet. Uh, I, don't know if you've ever I heard did that. not hear about this. Not, uh, all right, so, so like where on your feet? No, like you, you just sit them on your feet, okay. and then like you put your socks back over it. And apparently, the onion, if it's a fresh onion, will suck out like the the bad or whatever. But the your feet are like the most absorbent part of your body. Mm-hmm. So like. She did Vicks Vapor up on my feet, which I've done that before. Um, and then essential oils, humidifier. I have a humidifier in my room now. Bro, 
Sorry I have to interrupt with this silliness. My feet are incredibly ticklish. If somebody's rubbing vapor rub... Oh, uh, you if you I do it to be... yourself, you'd be fine. Okay. Don't right. let anybody else say, do it. I, I say, I'd be dying laughing. No, I, I'm ticklish there, too. I have to do it myself, and I feel like you don't do it as, like... Did you do the onion yourself, or they do that? No, 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 no. She made me sit on the onion. I, and, like, every time she's made me do that, I can't last for longer than, like, an hour. Because I'm like, this smells horrendous. Like, <laughs> get this garbage off. <laughs> and... But the worst part was this drink. So she like with steamed tea, but then put like so I don't know if I, I know I've told you a couple times, but like honey is really good for your throat. But I can't have honey anymore because it just made me feel weird, and I, so I stopped doing honey. But like honey is really good for your throat, but so is cayenne pepper. And so she found this tea that if you put garlic, cayenne pepper, and honey in it, this and is it's definitely witchcraft. Tea, oh, dude, it was the nastiest garbage I've ever put in my mouth. But like. If you drink it for a couple of days in a row, it like the red pepper and all that stuff like does good things for your body because it builds up your immune system or whatever. But I told her I've had this illness for like three weeks now. At You're the, like, at mom, the time. this shit like, ain't. It's not working. gonna do anything. This I need shit a, is not working. I need a sinus cocktail. I'm not drinking that dog shit yeah. you're feeding me, dude. Anymore. Dude, it was bad. And so yeah, I'm it's finally tough. just on some antibiotics to nip it in the bud. But yeah. and just like some like normal people. Like, yeah, like normal things, bro. I was. I was on the phone with our buddy JB last night, and I was telling him, I was like, dog, it's my mom brought over, like, a couple nights ago, like, this, like, big-ass package. And I'm, I usually am, like, a pill taker when I'm yeah. taking that stuff. They're like, no, this liquid stuff will get in, like, the system faster. Dayquil severe and Nyquil severe. Dude, Nyquil like, severe will knock you out, though. Bro, you best believe. <laughs> I was telling JB last night, I'm like, I took that Nyquil severe Wednesday night. I slept for 14 and a half hours. I was about to say, hours, yeah. Woke up and I and said. your body's weak. What the fuck just happened? Yes. I had no idea. Dude. I literally felt like I woke up from a coma. Dude. That NyQuil Severe, like, I it, it feels weird for the first, like, hour you're awake because your body is not awake at you. Like, you uh-huh. feel numb. And so you're, like, walking on air. It, dude. NyQuil is the greatest gift to Some man. Some tripping ass dreams, yes, too. Dude. Wait. No. It wasn't. It wasn't sexual. I mean, I he was I listening to Tate McRae all day. So I know <laughs> no, I about. wasn't. I actually was. I haven't listened to her. I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. Have you listened to t- our wife's new? Uh, Stop it. No, I've listened album? to a couple of songs. Dude, it's so funny. You sent me that text this morning. <laughs> it's so funny because I literally woke up and Jack was on. He had a new feature, so I listened to that, and then I saw Tate had dropped an album, and I almost it was. It was like way too early, and I knew today was uh, you were sleeping in a little bit. I'm like, I'm not gonna text him. Yeah, I'm I'm five songs in. And then at ten o'clock, I get a text from you, and let me read this shit. <laughs> yeah, out. you might as well since just we read had this since we out. shared it with the podcast last week. And by the way, I tell you what, our boy LL shot uh, forty fifty DM me. No, and he was like, "What the hell is y'all's obsession with taking care?" I was like, "Hey, chill out." And <laughs> this is all him. <laughs> you, all him. You text me. Um, Hey, Crip, hope I get you before you uh, leave your phone at Starbucks, but Tate McRae dropped an album. Just keep it tucked. <laughs> and, I said, and, of course, I replied. I was like, I almost sent you that. Oh, I mean, I knew exactly what you'd be doing at Starbucks. Them Starbucks workers will be start jamming with you after you started singing. Yeah. He gave me a concert before the show today, uh, yeah. just in case y'all were wondering. She's such an artist. <laughs> what the hell? Shout out Ryan Tedder for writing all of her music. Hey. I do love Ryan Tedder. I'm just saying she's an artist, bro. Just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> Sick of it. Um, uh, all right. One more final thing before we get guess that game. The best NFL matchups of the weekend. 
Uh, I know you're not an avid GTA player, but I felt like we'd have to dude, talk about that trailer. Stop, dude. It was a two slide trailer, bro. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. That, the immersiveness of it, the massive. Have you played GTA 5? Yeah, I've played a little bit. I haven't played the whole game, though. Mm-hmm. You need, you would. Because I wasn't allowed to buy it when it came yeah, out. Yeah, so like, I would. Bro, go buy it now. And, like, dude, that campaign is absolutely amazing. Yeah. And like, you would love it. That was the thing. I was like. You would I'm love like, it. And it's still relevant. Like, yeah. people still play it. It's well, the highest selling game of all time. Yeah. It's, I was really like. This sounds horrible, but I was debating like waiting until GTA Six comes out and then buy GTA Five because it'll be cheaper. Because like GTA Five is like NCAA fourteen; it has not dropped. It's still forty something dollars, which is not in the grand scheme of things. It ain't that much, but like I'm telling you, if if you bought it, you would fall in love with it. It's incredible, and just that new trailer. It looked awesome. Vice City, dude. Just dude, and they. I I know you're not. GTA is your game, but like they released a Blade game, mm-hmm. so you know that Vampire Hunter Marvel character. They mm-hmm. released a Blade game that looks kind of dope, and they mm-hmm. have a uh, the Last Verona, which is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game mm-hmm. coming out soon. Like no. this next year of games is gonna be it's gonna be sick. Chef's kids. Unfortunately, it's gonna be twenty twenty five until GTA six. So oh, it comes. I thought it comes out next year. I thought it did too, and then at the end of that trailer, it said coming twenty twenty five. Oh my gosh, yeah. they're waiting again. Yeah, dude. Dude, I'm pretty sure didn't that first game come out in like twenty thirteen? 2013, it. I 12 think it, years I think is it crazy. Did half a bill in 24 hours. I did see a meme though. It's the uh, highest selling game ever. It's so incredible. You, you remember how everybody was like waiting every day for like that new Incredibles movie to come Me and out. My mom were up at Target. I remember waiting for GTA Five. She didn't know what the hell it was. Thank God. Yeah, I was and about to say you got lucky. Too much later, but what she actually did research. I mean, we were 11 years old, 11, 12 years old when that that game came out. I know. I wasn't going up in the strip club, and so all I was doing. Oh, I went. That was she, my first campaign. All I was doing is just going into the local Los Santos gas stations, pointing a gun at the damn Rashid's head and stealing shit. It wasn't anything bad. <laughs> That's all I was doing. You know, Franklin was a black character in GTA Five. He was just absolutely amazing. Yeah. I've played it a little bit. I've been to that strip club. Too. <laughs> okay, yeah. I think, like, a lot of teenagers spent a lot of money. A lot of money in that one, yeah. yeah. No, but I, I did see a meme where they compared GTA Six to uh, Incredibles 2, where they made everybody wait, like, double-digit years. <laughs> oh, and then yeah. everybody who goes that was, like, super ready for it, it does. it's not their target. They're not the target audience anymore. Oh, yeah. And you're like, really, dog? You made me wait this long, and then oh, it's yeah. for my kids and not me? Yeah. I don't think that'll be it with GTA Six. I think they're going to... They don't. They don't wait that long just to. Oh yeah, dude. I don't know, and just like the crowd and everything. I love that was really the first game where it was like immersive. Yeah, like it, I was it about to say, the maps on those games are so detailed, the best games. and like yeah. the NPCs, you can just like interact with pretty much everything in the game. They and, do a really good job, but I feel like that's why it took so long. Not because they like meant to take that long, but like yeah. that game has so much detail in it. Exactly. Like, the it fact they even time. threw like the Miami Heat arena in there, and I know good and well with how long it's taken, you're gonna be able to go in there and shoot hoops. And it's not gonna be the Miami Heat. It's gonna be the Vice, the Vice. City like Flames or something. Just a complete rip off. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's hilarious. It, and Tyler Hero's white self will be in there. Like, yeah, like, exactly. It. It'll be Kyler Miro or yeah, something. Something <laughs> stupid. Hundred percent. But yeah, we had to mention GTA Six trailer. Yeah, no, I, I saw a bunch of video games trailers dropping today because they release it now so that you get hype for the next, oh, yeah. the next drop and everything. What are you playing right now, Madden? Still? Uh, yeah, Alex and I are finishing up the. I don't remember what year we're in, but we're finished. We're almost. Are you in the Super Bowl? No, we're just about to start the playoffs. But dude, I had to go the entire year without Anthony because he was on IR for eight weeks, yeah. and then 
the week he comes back, I lose three of the five of my starting offensive linemen for the year. I was like, why am I just, like, Madden's never hit me with injuries this bad, and I'm losing God. everybody. Was Alex Saber recovered? He had a shit start. Oh, man. dude, he was like, he's number one in the a- a- NFC. I'm like number five. Didn't he start, he's the Rams, and he started what, like Owen? Oh, yeah, he was bad last year. He did. He, he okay, it was got a bounce in the wild card gotcha. last year. Got you. But, right. shut up, Madden. But I, I am trying to finish that first Spider-Man game because I just wanted to redo it. Okay. But Respect. we'll finish that. I, I thought about, week. after that GTA 6 trade, I'm like, I may get GTA 5, crack that bitch open and play it. Dude, you should. Yeah. I thought. I literally thought about it because I was literally like, man, I might as well like buy it and just play it for now. And then you wait. know what? Do you still, uh, do you have a PS4? I have, no, I have, okay. I have PS3 and PS5. But, I traded in my PS4 to get to PS5. Got you, got you, got you. Can P, are PS, PS5 with PS4 compatible? Dude, I'll go get my disc, and um, yeah, you can just yeah. have it from there. It, it'll be the PS4 version of the game unless we pay 10 extra bucks to get the... It's the same. Because yeah. I remember that, that GTA Five originally came out on PS3, and they upgraded on PS4. I yeah. doubt they even did a slight upgrade on no, the PS5. But, it's the but yeah, shit. no, PS4 games working there. If you have the disc, got you. But uh, all right, let's let's get to guess that game. What a fun like end of the week segment that was. Yeah, facts. It's it's been a great week. It like, has all been things a considered, week, even though we both been dog sick. Uh, and I do want to mention before we get into guess that game. Shout out to Ezekiel Elliott. This is the biggest tease of guess that game. Ever. Oh no, we have teased. <laughs> the amount of times we said, and before we get, into yeah, and before we get into that, like we're just making the. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Ezekiel Elliott. Little blue balls action here. An, an unexpected uh, savior of my fantasy team this week. Because uh, I'm gonna tip my hat to Zeke, then. Dude, Zeke apparently loves Pittsburgh. It's so funny you said that. Whenever I saw Ramondre was out of bed, I, I was in my head. I'm like, a lot of people picked up Zeke, didn't they? Of course, the first drive was the only game, only thing I watched, and eleven yard touchdown yeah, pass. Yard touchdown yeah, pass. I watched the like the second half of this game because obviously I got home at like nine. But mm-hmm. uh, Zeke. Scored more fantasy points this week alone than Tony Pollard has any week of the season. Uh, just thought I'd put that out there. Uh, I traded away Tony Pollard because he was disappointing me in the entire season. But uh, nice. shout out Zeke because, you know, I'm playing an unnamed source this week. And, uh, I wonder who that could be. You know, whoever wins this probably gets the first round bye. Hmm. Um, so I just thought I'd mention the fact that Zeke was projected five fantasy points in our league and he dropped 23 on him. Yeah. Um, Shout out to the unnamed source because he had Najee Harris in the Pittsburgh What's defense. What's his name again? Unnamed source. Oh, okay. Uh, but he had Najee Harris in the Pittsburgh's defense. So while Zeke by himself scored about 24, Najee in the Pittsburgh defense scored about eight. Well, to be fair, if I was a Saints fan, I'd be an unnamed source too. Yeah. I mean, he went from Saints to Eagles, and the Eagles get the worst loss of the year. So, I mean, he just can't win for losing at this moment. Tough go for unnamed. But uh, now – it's time for guess that game. Wait, one more thing. <laughs> one more, one more. Uh, All right, so uh, these are the best games from NFL. What is it, week 14 now? It is week 14, and week 14 gave you a lot. I'm not even going to lie. I sat there and picked through each of these games because there was, there was only like a few that I was like, yeah, I'm definitely not talking about that one. Yeah. But uh, let's just jump right in. So I'm going to give you a couple from the, the early window. I'm going to give you a couple from the, the late window, and then, then we'll get the best game of the week. Buccaneers got to be on here somewhere. First game. It is only the ninth meeting all time between these two teams. It's a 5-3 and three record, I believe, favoring the road team. It's a cross, cross-conference game. Late in season cross-conference game. NFC team is hot on a three-game win streak, averaging 30 points a game over that span. Um, 
AFC quarterback is 17-1 and against NFC teams. Ravens-Rams. This is a little Ravens-Rams. And this game would not have been You were nailing that Lamar Jackson note Monday. I, I was that. listening to I my co-host. I, I love that note. I was listening to my co-host. eventually that's got to come back down to earth. 100%. You know what I mean? Like 17-1 against NFC opponents is crazy. Can that continue or will the Rams – the Rams have been hot. I mean, 30 points a game and their 30-game win streak is insane. Uh, I mean – they beat the Browns team that kind of beat this Ravens team. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. But this would be an interesting game. It is at Ravens, so that leads me kind of a lean Ravens. But If Baltimore is what we think they are, they, they take care of games like this at Max. home. An average L.A. Rams team, they have to win this. And if they're that potential number one seed we think they are, they, they take care of this. Facts. And the reason I also included this game was not because I wanted to do that Lamar Jackson note, but it is the fact that – the Ravens are wanting the number one seed, so they can't afford losses to a six and six Rams team. But on the flip side, the Rams are six and six, fighting for one of those last two playoff spots in the NFC. So like, they can't afford to lose. So like, that's why these games, Week fourteen, are so interesting because there's a lot of can't afford to lose on both sides, which is makes for the most fun football. So type shit, little Rams at Ravens action for your game one, game two. This is sixty first meeting all time, Jack. It's a Mayfield thirty thirty record. Which is crazy because just facing a team 60 times and it's a 30-30 record. It's a little interdivision rival. You've already said it, but I'm going to keep saying everything else. This will most likely determine the division and who will host a playoff game despite both teams being mid as hell. Uh, mid QBs face off in this oh, one. What? Whoa, whoa. We Two, can't be we, talking about the same. We can't be we talking get, about the same game. You're not calling Baker Mayfield mid, my guy. We, we got Desmond Minter and Baker Midfield. Oh, my uh, God. That disrespect. I mean, this game could be 0-0. Zero to zero. Because both offenses are rat, but then you look at both of their defenses, and I they're remember, both rat too. So I remember one Cooper Neal asking me a couple weeks ago, "Oh, the division's done. Baker, they they can't come back from this. They've lost four or five in a row." That's not what I sound like. I okay, it's not what you sound like. I'm not a good impressionist here. I'm not really a good impressionist here. But <laughs> my defense, I thought the Saints would be a decent football team. Uh, well, I didn't, and you you shouldn't be listening to the unnamed source. He doesn't know. All I gotta say is. I hope they both tie so that the Panthers still have a slim shot of making that division. I think the Buccaneers win by 40. In a fun in a fun conversation, though, whoever wins this game, can you imagine Dallas Cowboys being the road team in that game? Because that's who Dallas is currently projected to play as, the NFC South winner. So, like, Dallas is projected to go on the road to the Falcons right now for the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, that would be that – That's a bloodbath. Yeah, it is. And or it could be a repeat of last year. Uh, they go to Tampa. You know, and I think Dallas would win. Yeah, yeah. Dallas like it's just so disappointing to have that mediocre of a. I just want a, as a Baker Mayfield. You know, I wouldn't call myself a fan. Just call myself. You You're know, the leader of the fan club. You literally, he literally has a fake account on Instagram called Baker Mayfield's Fan Club. You didn't need to expose me like that. I, I saw you literally. That's like, one. One. That's not true. It's called. I saw you in the it, bathroom with it the other day. That's not true. The name of the account is Bake Cake Lover sixty nine. Okay. See, and I think. As, as not a fan of Baker, but just, you know, a supporter. He's He has a Baker Mayfield jersey on under that Ja jersey. <laughs> like, he, that's who he really is. <laughs> that would be crazy. It's Ja on to where everybody else can see, but it's Baker for close to his heart. That would be crazy. I just want to see them go to the playoffs. I don't care if they get dragged by the Dallas Cowboys. I just want to see him make the playoffs because he's a franchise quarterback in this league. I mean, that's he's what's better than that. Desmond Ritter, bro. Well, all I got to say is, are you taking the Bucks against the Cowboys or the Eagles? 
Because that's who's going to be the five seed. Is the no, Cowboys I'm not. I'm not getting anything. I just want Baker Mayfield to be there. That's fair. I mean, you did. You because did have a lot. Because he's not what he was last year. He's he didn't deserve to be in that Carolina situation, and he's not a midseason pickup for the Rams. That's yeah. not what he is. He is a starting caliber quarterback. I agree. I agree. I'm All just right. giving you our time. I'm glad we're so we got there. Baker Midfield and Desmond. You didn't Mitter. have to expose my damn <laughs> fake account. Uh, <laughs> game three. So a little Bucks at Falcons. It's still crazy. Thirty thirty record. When yeah. you've played 60 times, that is crazy. That is that even. But uh, on to the next one. 52nd meeting all time. Another okay. interdivision rival. 30-21 record favoring the road team. One team is coming off a tough loss where the offense was outstanding, unlike most of the year, while the other one absolutely obliterated one of the best teams in the NFL. I will be curious because every time national media and you and I have crowned someone the best team in the NFL – they have fallen flat the week after. So I'll be curious if this team can continue that dominance and not fall flat after an astounding win. But uh, road team can't afford to lose if they want to attain 49 one of those 49ers, Seahawks, bang, bang. Niner gay. Dude, I am so excited about this one, and I am so excited about being 3-for-3 three three thus far because usually you bend me over in this game. <laughs> I'm not bend me over. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I thought about doing the Lions-Bears, but I was like, how do I justify picking this game? Yeah. But, no, this game is interesting because if that Seahawks offense continues the way they played against the Cowboys – Solid defense, I'll say, because I'm not ready to give our, my defense that love yet because they looked abysmal in that game. But, like, if they're clicking like that and they yeah. get Kenneth Walker back mm-hmm. and you let DK Metcalf start cooking, like, Talk to the weakest part of that 49ers defense is their secondary. Mm-hmm. So, if they start cooking like that, this can make a very interesting game. And I would say that this game probably matters more to the Seahawks than yeah. it does the 49ers simply because they're 6-6. Six and six. There's two wild card spots left, and it's a race between the Seahawks, Packers, Rams, Bucks, Falcons. Like, I mean, even if one of those teams loses, they're still fighting for a wild card. Like, mm-hmm. it is a heavy, heavy race for two spots. Yep. So, they can't afford losses, even if it's the 49ers. Yeah. So, this will be an interesting game. I think it will be, too. I'm taking the Niners. Uh, the Seahawks, I know they uh, they had a home run effort last, last week against the Cowboys. I don't see them replicating that, especially in San Francisco. Yeah, but then Jake Ferguson made Jamal Adams' bitch. No one cares about the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Well, no one cares. Say what you will. Say what you will. No one cares. I'm kind of shocked I didn't wear my image jersey today, seeing as we're about to win a Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> on to the fourth game. We're just going to let that go? Yeah, we are. <laughs> okay. Uh, on to the fourth game, because they don't know who I'm referring to. And you don't either. I could be talking about anybody. I just said they are going to the Super Bowl. I didn't say anybody. I remember just... my first beer. <laughs> this is the 54th meeting all time. Bill's Chiefs. <laughs> I literally haven't even said – I said two words. I, I Honestly, I went back and counted the meetings. Can I finish? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I'm just fucking dominating this segment right now. 28, 24, and 1, including five postseason games. These teams have given us two of the best NFL games in the year last season. Uh, two of the most highly regarded quarterbacks face off in what has been a disappointing season for both in some ways. One team can't afford to lose anymore if they want to be in the playoffs, while the other is trying to avoid playing a road playoff game for the first time in their QB's career in the playoffs. There, you happy? Had all this script ready to go, and this man, 54th meeting, Bills Chiefs. Like, <laughs> you like being dominated, don't you? 
this is gonna be a great game. <laughs> I'm glad you brought all the stats. I just wanted to. Uh, I was like, he has no, to be. No, I you knew I had two games. Obviously, left. I didn't count the number of games. No, but that. this game, this game, despite the records, will be awesome. Look, I mean, I want to say all the pressures on the Chiefs because they lost. Uh, the game they shouldn't have lost in Lambeau Packers, last yeah. Sunday night, and they're eight and four. They could drop to eight and five, but Buffalo Bills on the outside looking in. I believe they're the tenth seed in the yep. AFC right now. They're six and six. There's just as much pressure on both of these teams, and I have a feeling in Arrowhead. Every time Buffalo goes there, it ends up in overtime. I think the same will happen in this one. The last two games have been decided by, I think five or less. So like this mm-hmm. game will be awesome. But you got the the Chiefs on one side that have been looking very mediocre and beatable the entire year. I mean, I literally picked the Packers more or less. Because I was like, it's in Lambeau, mm-hmm. but are the Chiefs really the Chiefs? Hundred percent. And then you got the Bills on the other side that one week they look unstoppable, and then the next week they're losing to the most mid teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And so I think both teams have a lot to prove. And honestly, I would probably lean Bills have more to prove because you are six and six yeah. and. Yes, the Steelers lost, and I don't think the Steelers will be in the playoffs. I don't think the Browns will be in the playoffs. But I for sure think the Texans, Broncos, and even the Colts have a shot over you. So, yeah. like, they have a lot to prove, and this you have to win this game because you have the Cowboys coming up. I believe you have another game against Miami coming up. That's three potential losses that you can't afford. So, yeah. I'll just say the Bills have to steal at least one or two of those games. It's a pick em. Chiefs are one-point favorite at home. Who are you taking? I'll take the Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs as well. I had no idea uh, this game that you're about to get into was Sunday Night Football. That makes it that much sweeter. Go ahead. 130th meeting all time. God, 130th. I know, dude. I know. 73 and 56 record for the better team, obviously. Um, Yeah, the Giants and Packers are going to be a great game. I mean, it is. That's going to be an awesome (laughs) game. That was one of the ones I had to cut, man. Tommy DeVito and Jordan Love, two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Oh, that's not okay. Uh, this is probably the richest interdivision rival we have in the NFL, I'd say. Uh, this is playing for the division lead and possibly the number one seed with the first-round bye on the line. Mm. One team is coming off a humbling loss that the home team also experienced this season, uh, while the other one has been clicking on all cylinders and looking unstoppable offensively in the last four to five weeks. Road team has been the best team in the NFL, finding ways to win all year. Can they do it here after a tough loss? But I would like to mention – Rain Dakota Prescott is 30-8 and all-time against his division, making him the NFC East daddy. And he is 8-4 and four against this hapless Eagles team. Give me them Cowboys. The NFC East daddy is number one crazy. I meant to – I want to ask you as a um, Dallas Cowboys fan, are you mad that the Eagles are coming off as bad as a loss as they're coming off? Does a little that bit. worry you? It, it, How they got embarrassed in Philly. It it does worry me a little bit because, like, you always play way better after getting, like, absolutely annihilated on a football yeah. field. But I did say you to, say to you earlier in the year, they're going to split home and away. I just I, – I've always had that feeling in recent years with the Eagles-Cowboys. Mm-hmm. But also, like, let's be 1,000% clear on one thing. The Eagles should have lost to the Chiefs. Yep. The Eagles should have lost to the Bills, mm-hmm. and they got m- murdered by the 49ers because mm-hmm. it finally caught up to them. They had five weeks in a row, including that Dallas game, where they were out uh, outgained in yards but still won. Yep. You can't 
consistently do that. If they get outgained in this game, I'm sorry to say it, but with the way the Cowboys' offense has been rolling, Darius Leonard ain't changing that much. No. And I do believe, like, it's going to – until I see Dak Prescott come back down to earth, I've got to go with Dak Prescott. And on the flip side of it, until I see Dak Prescott do what he's been doing against an elite caliber team. That is fair. I choose not to believe it. He does it against Philly, and they win. He did Sunday it against night. Philly. They just lost. Yeah, I'm, and they win on Sunday Fair. Night Football. Then I, I choose to believe Dak gets my MVP vote, but he has to do it against Philly. And what made me ask you that question is A.J. Brown was facing uh, the media yesterday, and he got asked the exact same question I asked you, and here's what he had to say. To the game, you didn't think you guys played with the same kind of energy as the 49ers. If that's the case, was that addressed this week? Some, was that addressed sometime this week? I do love my boy AJ Brown, but uh, not this week. It's AJ Brown hate week. Uh, Should have stayed at the Titans. Should have been on that poverty franchise a little bit longer because you didn't want to come get whooped by the NFC East daddy. That that poverty franchise got uh, Frank Reich fired. He put some damn respect on that Titans franchise. That poverty franchise, like, I haven't – I'm pretty sure they've been playing in our backyard all year, and <laughs> neither of us have noticed. I, I can't wait boring. for them to move out of that shit stadium into the nicer one in Nashville. Yeah, I did see that they are building the nicer one. Yeah. Dude, the current one's terrible. But, uh, anyways, great guess that game. That was This was fun incredible. one. And, dude, like, we have – if the Colts-Bengals I, – I, con- I contemplated that one, but it's Garner Minshew versus Jake Browning. Yeah. I didn't really want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. You have Jaguars-Browns, which is honestly a really good playoff matchup, but it's freaking – C.J. Beathard versus uh, Joe Flacco, and nobody yeah. gives two rips about that. Nobody. Um, nobody cares about uh, the astronaut versus whoever the Raiders are throwing out at quarterback. Like, It's it's really an incredible sports weekend, though. I mean, with what happened in the in-season tournament last night, the tournament championship, Lakers, uh, Pacers, half a million dollars on the line, Tyrese Halliburton, LeBron James. Tomorrow night you have the Heisman Trophy presentation. Oh, I think it's tomorrow. I see they're in New York right now, so I assume it's tomorrow night. I win some and then you tomorrow. have Sunday night football, Eagles, Cowboys before, then you got the Bills, Chiefs. Yeah. And then we got two Monday night football games this week. Yeah, and a doubleheader on Monday night. Incredible sports weekend. And on that Monday night, speaking of that, at 5.30, we'll be back here better than ever. Y'all be sure to tune in. Segway. Hit, hit that subscribe button. I'm trying to get the better. Segway. I'm trying to get better. I got to let you uh, run and do some family things with the girl and everything. But uh, appreciate y'all for tuning in. And Coop, you got anything else? How about them Cowboys? That's what I'm going to be saying on Monday night. Y'all get ready. Be prepared. Uh, oh, it's too easy. Just a little, just a little preview. It's going to be 42 to 28 Dallas. Yeah. Whenever it's not that, we'll come back to this. To be fair, we drop. We could have dropped way more than 23 the last time. I'm taking the Eagles. No, you're not. I am. All right. You and the unnamed source have been riding the Eagles. You know what? For the past <laughs> couple weeks, get ready. Get ready. I was not right. The Eagles. Daddy Dak's coming, dude. I hope you're right. I do too. God, I hope I'm right. Mississippi State alum. I hope you're right. I hope Daddy Dak's ready. All right. Well, we'll be back here better than ever on Monday. We're on the road to six K subs. Thank y'all so much. You have a great, great.